Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. Um, firstly, I think we've got apologies to make because there was no IGN UK podcast last week. Stuart deleted it. I know that's not fair. <laughs> uh, oh, we, we, we did spend we spent three hours recording the best co- podcast we've ever done, and you didn't hit record. You're a bunch of shit houses. You did not do that at all. We just didn't record a podcast. Nobody was here. Oh, he's even forgotten that we Where recorded was everybody. <laughs> Bless Bless him. Where were you, Kez? I was in Japan. Fair enough. Where were you, Krupa? Where were you, Alex? I, I, was, I was sat here for days on my own waiting for people to come in to record the podcast and none of you turned up. That's, That's his only job as well. He was just sitting there. Yeah. And he didn't manage to do that. No. But actually what we were doing was the FIFA 13 live stream. Yes. Which I'm sure you all caught instead of the podcast. Oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 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 It turns out that live stream is actually quite difficult. Yeah. It takes quite a lot yeah. of planning. Oh, about stressful. five minutes before we went live, you and I realised that we're writers, not presenters. Yes. We were like the shittest Richard and Judy of all time. You were not. I, Richard I, I, and Judy are the shittest Richard and Judy. But when my dress fell down. I, yeah, I like the way when you flopped out a boob. I, I was like, sexy. cover up, man. Cover <laughs> man. I, I actually thought we were more like uh, this morning and you were like Holly Willoughby. Mm. Uh, that, that's not the first time that comparison. Does that make you Schofield? Yeah. Wow. Silver, Silver Fox. Fox. You get to be Schofield. Silver Fox. Yeah. Brilliant. I'm quite happy to be Schofield. Yeah, I wouldn't turn my nose up at Schofield. What does that mean? What? I don't know. Ooh. You got to think for Schofield. Apparently, your face I don't understand. Schofield? I don't understand what's just happened. I'm scared, frankly. Nothing for Phil. Hey, we had nice people join us on that there uh, live cast thing we did. We did. Uh, we had so live cast Thenemy. We had Thenemy. Thenemy. To Enemy. Yeah. From, from, from Coventry. Two, I think had, you thought they were from Manchester. We had two fourths of the enemy. No, I knew that. They went to the same school as my missus. All right. No. Yeah. Really? You kept doing your mank accent all day. Oh, that's because it's my generic Northern band accent. from anywhere further north than Watford. What's you your Mac accent? Yeah. They talk a bit like fucking that, and we're, we're fucking not cool. Fucking bad at that, but man. they don't no, actually that talk. That sounds more Liverpudlian. They were lovely, but they were, they were lovely. really nice. And also, they yeah. don't talk anything like that. They didn't actually. They're very well spoken. Yes, they had to put it on for the cameras. Once <laughs> yes. they got on stage, they, were like, they came in there. Where am I sitting? Why am I sitting here? And as soon as the cameras went, I'm like, hey, fucking nice one, man. You're not fucking hammer these goals me in right now. Yeah. Where's anyway, Megita? Good song that though that they did that, the Saturday the, that Saturday song. What they've you've done. heard that about a thousand times this week. <laughs> I know. And you're a massive fan of it now. Massive. Fan. It's quite a good track. Yeah, it's not bad. So thanks to them for coming in. Great and enemy. Thanks to to Ty Watson for coming in. Walton. What, that's what I said. <laughs> it's a, but, it's but my thanks to Ty. Thick, thick accent. <laughs> it's your beard. <laughs> <laughs> it's, your beard it's beard distortion. You can't yeah. hear consonants through that guy's face. <laughs> this doesn't work. Yeah. And he was nice and he came and he did some special kind of dribbling. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what we do on the podcast. More of that on live week. streams. Yeah. Yeah. More drooling. He's mm. rather good at FIFA though. I yeah. held my own against him. Did you? <laughs> we, we did have to come Amazing out. measuring. <laughs> <laughs> You're the pro. Um, one nil. It's only one nil. Yeah but, yeah. but bear in mind, you've been playing it for weeks beforehand. Bear in mind, he's he, UK champion. Yeah, but he just picked up the game for the first time. <sighs> he had actually, yeah. Oh, like it's an entirely different game. You were totally schooled by Alex Oxley Chamberlain. That's uh, true. But did, let's be honest here. Let's be honest here. Did you ease off the gas a little bit? A little bit. And it was there was quite a lot of things for me to be concentrating on, mm. not just playing the game. Well, like what? 
Well, Stuart in the Not corner, like how much then. time we had left. There was yeah, that's an audience for me. That was me as the pro. I was, I was, I was trying to, but asking yeah. him questions, trying to make it interesting rather than us just playing. Yeah. But yeah. There you go, guys. Priceless insight. Priceless insight into Behind the live stream process here. Yeah. Also, if you had beaten him, he had a massive entourage with him. He did. And they would have... I don't know if that was his agent, but he would have pummeled the to shit out of you. Yeah. To be fair. To be fair. To be sure. So that was that. Two hours flew by, didn't they? Yeah. Good fun, though. Yeah. Great fun. Let's do it again. Let's do another one. Well, I think we are this evening. Or two days ago. Two days That's ago. That's true. Two days, two days ago. ago. What, tune in two days ago this for our Dishonored live stream. Yeah, or, it'll or be a watch it. Yeah, it'll be archived. Yeah, yeah, do it now. Watch it, watch it now, yeah. IGN. If you watched it, watch it again to see if Pipes turns up. It's only the first time. Yeah, it's a gag for you. Great. I don't get that. Nobody else gets that. No one understands. You will, you will get it. Come Halloween, you'll get that gag. Read the thing that I'm writing over the weekend. Yeah, you'll like it. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Move on. Uh, More FIFA news. We popped up to Manchester this week. You and I had a very romantic weekend away in Manchester. Stayed in, stayed in the Premier League. <laughs> Premier League. Was, Premier in. Hey. was the it a guaranteed good night's sleep? I'll tell you oh, something. Just a guaranteed good night. They, we, got, we got there, we, we checked and they said, oh yeah, and the bar's open till 4am. And Stuart just, wow. Stuart, <laughs> Stuart involuntarily went, fuck yes. Yeah, honestly, it was an involuntary whoop. I, said, <laughs> and I, I think he did that and I went, oh. Were you, were you <laughs> drinking alongside Lenny Henry? He wasn't there. Aww. I was really disappointed. I thought he was in ev- every Premier Inn. I think he I thought he was going to you in. We went up on them um, all weekend. They didn't have to be, but they decided. Yeah, they it's like Dumb and Dumber in that hot tub. Take an extra few days. We do that sometimes. Um, but yeah, it's only Manchester for God's sake. It wasn't even Manchester. We were basically on a retail park. We were at the yeah. Trafford Centre. It's exotic. Yeah. And then we went to a big warehouse where the event was. So they got um, they got several football players from Manchester United and Man City to come along, and they had um, Lewis Smith, the silver medalist gymnast, and yep. And guess who else was there? The enemy. The enemy. The enemy, the enemy were there. Again. Were there. Our yeah. buddies, stalkers. Yeah. Um, our mates, our Greg Brotherford, the, who won gold medal in yep. London. Yeah. He was a lovely what? chap. The ginger jumper. And we got them all to do the IGN crossbar challenge mm. on FIFA 13. Tell and us, what is the IGN crossbar challenge, Daniel? So basically, it's one of the skill games in the game. And Daniel reckons he's unbeatable. If you, if you watch Soccer AM, you'll probably be familiar with the concept of the crossbar what? challenge. <laughs> they copied us. Yeah. And you basically have to hit the crossbar using a lobbed pass. If you hit the crossbar, you go further back. And if you keep doing it, you go all the way back to the halfway line. You get mm. More points and the so points keep minutes. rising. Yeah, yeah, and, we, and that is difficult because we, the telly's miles away by that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really and we got lots of people to do it. Um, some people Who's best? more more chatty than others. Yeah, Greg Rutherford, lovely guy. He was pretty competitive. Yeah, yeah. But he, so one or two of the professional footballers, maybe they were too busy concentrating to say much. Yes, yes. Uh, lovely. Yeah, the concentrating oh. on when their where oh. their free game was coming. From. That's exactly right. Yeah, where's my game? Right. Right, so, so Daniel, who's the, the best? who's the best? Me. Who's second best? No, um, you the best weren't the best. We've done is um, well. I don't know if I should, should I spoil this. We've, no, no, no. We should. Let's see on the side. We're going to be running these videos every week. Yeah. Check out on Saturdays. Yeah. yeah. Football themed. Yeah. Are we going to have the enemy Saturday song playing before it? Might no, I don't think we've got I the right, we've got the right song. <laughs> <laughs> We'll do a sound alike. If you if you're in a band and you can make a song that sounds like Saturday by the Enemies, it's the Enemies. I'm so with the kids. The yeah, you are. Them, them enemies. The enemies. Yeah, pop it in the post to us if, on a record. <laughs> <laughs> you quite press like, it in your vinyl pressing you room. You quite like the Saturdays. A TDK yeah. C90. Just not a nice C90. Right. Yeah. Fine. I'm just gazing. So, so I was so, in sorry. Japan while all this was happening. Were you playing FIFA? I wasn't. Oh, oh you loser. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I wasn't playing FIFA. I was playing Monster Hunter mostly. Oh. Were you? Yeah. Pretty much nothing happened at Tokyo Game Show this year. 
Yeah. Sony obviously unveiled their new super slim PS3. How many views has that done on YouTube, Alex? Over half a million. Over half a million yeah. people have watched Alex look really miserable in front of well, no, no, a oh, half, no, whoa, whoa, half a million have watched a very touching video about Alex being reunited with his lost long son. Lost long son. <laughs> long, lost, lost, lost son. Lost long. <laughs> he's a very long boy. He's quite long. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting down, he looks normal, but when he stands up, look, oh, he's got keeps massive calves. Huge. What? Yes. Uh, it's a very touching video. We've not seen each other for. Uh, what is touching? That video was the best stuff? comment on uh, on site comments. Was like, uh, when did IGN start doing father and son unboxings? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's nice. Although that must have made you feel quite old. No, I just I was more disappointed because I wouldn't want any kind of freak like Luke as my son. You are technically <laughs> old enough, aren't you, to be Luke's father? Luke, uh, I am your father. Oh my goodness! Oh wow. Oh. Maybe one editorial meeting, I'll just break out and say that, and he'll go no. <laughs> but only then I'll cut his hand off. Yeah, yeah. in the remastered version. You do threaten that. to do that in most meetings that we have. Yeah. What break uh, out? You dirty thief! I'll have your hand for that. That's what's something. what's the proper? What's the official name for this little yeah. tiny PS3? The it, super slim is, is what they've all called it. Because where's the box gone? It's, the box it's just called the new PS3. They've not called it anything, which suggests that it's Oh, they've gone like the Apple route where they just call it the same thing. I think to be fair, we weren't too impressed by it. It's a bit cheap. It's a bit flimsy, isn't it? But that's the whole idea, I guess. It's very cheap. Well, it's the same But it's not really cheap, but that's the point. I mean, it's cheap. It'll be cheap to make. Do you remember a couple of years back if you went to like an outdoor market and you'd get those Wii rip-offs for like... 20 quid and and it just it was crap it just looks like a, a, a PS3 rip off it has got 500 yeah. gigabytes hard drive and it's very thin I think I'll probably still get one just because I want a PS3 I've still got the old uh, the George Foreman grill style um, ancient PS3 I think this looks more like a George Foreman grill it does grill. it's got, it's the, got the grills it's even got grills. you could pop a, a nice steak on top of that and know that the uh, the juices are going to flow off to the side indeed excuse me do you know, not only any of the PlayStation 3s are going to be remembered for being particularly nicely designed, though, are they? I They're the all a bit... Nice. Look at the Slim's lovely. Yeah, yeah, it's, nice. it's all right, but it's not, it's not a classically designed yeah. bit of kit. We're actually looking at a bunch what of consoles. What would you say is the best-looking console? Ever? Yeah. Ever? Ooh. Atari 2600? DS. Yeah, but only Nintendo the wood Nintendo panel one. DS yeah. Lite. White the DS Nintendo Lite. DS Lite. Yeah. Uh, the most impressive looking I, I used to like the uh, Game Boy Advance SP. Oh, that was, that was oh, nice. the Game Boy Micro. But that didn't have a headphone jack, did it? Must no, no, it was the. Oh no, wait, it I was the yeah, SP. No, didn't the SP a, didn't. That was the only flaw of that. Oh, yeah, it was ridiculous. That, you had really to buy a little adapter to. Apart from that, it's almost perfect. Yeah, I, I think just, the, I'm the, looking at the old Sega Mega Drive, and that wasn't a bad looking bit of kit for its day. Oh, I think it's, it's pretty. Snes isn't Europe, nice looking. The European thing. Yeah, the American Snes. Sorry, American, but your Snes was. That was hideous. That big purple. It was like purple. Yeah, big purple. Big purple thing. I think the the original Xbox is the ugliest console. Oh, that was ugly. Oh, disgusting. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Also, dream. the original um, DS was hideous. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty ugly. Not H- quite as H- ugly DS. as the original Xbox, though, was it? Well, it's smaller for a start. There wasn't enough, wasn't enough real estate for it to be as ugly. I think in terms of just pure aesthetic appeal, the Wii. Look at that Wii there. Isn't that much prettier than all the rest it's of It's a them? simple design, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's really just simple. It's just a slab. Thing. Get on with it. Yeah. yeah. It what? tilts slightly upwards. Does it? It does if you put it on its little stand. Uh, Nice. So uh, yeah, you're right. I didn't realise it didn't There's have only like jack. kind of imperfection right. with it. Yeah. That, they've kind of nailed it. Yeah, great looking piece. Of I kit. had a lovely Triforce stamped one. It's very mm. beautiful. Don't talk there about that Zelda awful chavy one. Zelda game with tribal tats. Do you remember that? The yeah. tribal oh, tats. the tribal yeah. one. Who bought that? I bet some if you people did, did. You're an idiot. Yeah, the tribal tats went out in the eighties. Yeah, unfortunately yeah. for everyone. Unless you had a tattoo, <laughs> Nintendo don't know yeah. this because then you're stuck with it. Yeah, apparently a lot of people getting laser. Laser removal surgery on tribal on the DS, on their look, SPs on their SPs yeah because they're that's, so embarrassing yeah. <laughs> they don't want their SP to look like it came from the eighties just paint over it 
What are you pointing at? Let us know if you'd like to, to let us know what your favourite looking console was. <laughs> or nice. something. Well done, Stuart. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So Tokyo Game Show was weird. There was nothing much going on. Monster Hunter looks really cool. I'm not going to go on about Monster Hunter, though, because I'm aware that about six other people in the UK are excited about it. Can you do so. a crossbar challenge in it? Uh, can you, you kick a monster out of a, a thing? <laughs> I only think in, in terms of footballs and nets now. To be fair, there is a kick button in Monster Hunter, but it's That's pretty ineffectual. If you run up and kick a dragon, it'll own you. Mm. Every kick a dragon. What was no. the most exciting thing you saw at Tokyo Game Show? Monster Hunter 4. I thought you were going to keep going on about Monster Hunter. Yeah, Cruiser 5 looks good, but it may never come to Britain, so that's a shame. Did you see anything of any rele- relevance to us then? <laughs> no. Just, just, <laughs> you know, just I saw the PlayStation Super up. Slim. I mean, it was weird this year at Tokyo Game Show. Yeah. Like, I've been, this is my, I think that was my sixth, my fifth? That was my fifth Tokyo Game Sixth. No, it was my sixth. Doesn't and, matter. And <laughs> every single year it's become smaller and more disappointing. Yeah. It's like the Japanese games industry <laughs> might be in trouble. Why don't we look at each other then? <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Yeah, the Japanese games industry cares a lot about phones and tablets and DSs and absolutely not at all really about consoles anymore. Is that the way it's going over there, is it? Well, I mean, at the Tokyo Game Show, Nintendo never go because Mm. that's just their policy. They've never gone. I know. And Microsoft doesn't really. Space World. They did, yeah, in the 90s and the early noughties. They used to do Space World, which is their own show. Microsoft don't exist really in Japan. So all you've really got is PS3, which is at the end of its rope now. So, So Wii U wasn't there? Wii U wasn't there and Nintendo didn't bother. Wow. Shame, huh? That's mm. crazy. I know. Like, I don't know what Nintendo are even doing with the Wii U. They're showing it. At the... That's out in a couple of months. Yeah, they should be showing that. Yeah. they should be showing that shit off. But yeah, hopefully they're doing a roadshow. They usually do like a like a big thing where they just take a bunch of around shopping road centres. Show. Yeah. Mm. So that could be good. But yeah, Tokyo Game Show a bit disappointing this year. Still, PS3 Super Slim, eh? Everyone, eh? Hey, hey, yay! That's what they'll be playing in Brazil for the next ten years. Dude yeah. in the green stripes got really excited by it. He gets excited about everything. The most exciting thing I did in Japan was I went to the special themed Capcom restaurant, which has special menus for Street Fighter, Dragon's Dogma, Monster Hunter, um, Phoenix Wright, all that stuff. And they do a little performance whenever you order a meal or a drink. So, well, I ordered a Hadouken cocktail, and the guy comes up and he goes, Hadouken! And like extends his arms with the drink, and you have to take the drink from him. Oh, Jesus. That sounds oh, awful. For the resident, like for the the resident evil job. menu, there was a big slab of meat, and the guy brought the slab of meat. He up went to the Hadouken table. steak, <laughs> and he was he was just shaking it around on the table, being like, "It's not dead, it's not dead." And then someone turned oh up with my. a flamethrower and blowtorched it to death, so it was all charred. <laughs> that was good. Um, when you ordered the Monster Hunter steak, they what, came what up and other sang people in there? It's a special like event restaurant. It certainly is special. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it was good. We got Jeez, taken by Capcom. Geez. There were about nine we, of us. We had some Chinese food. Yeah, I was, um, that was that. Yeah, came on plates. Yeah, after we had the food. And we had chopsticks. We had to ask for chopsticks, though. Chinese restaurant <laughs> in Manchester, you had to ask for chopsticks. They basically looked at you and he won't be able to do What do you normally do? Just fingers. Well, they gave you a fork and a spoon. Come on. Come I, on. I think they, they know the level you. of their Klingontel. I did feel insulted. <laughs> the Klingontel. That's suspended. <laughs> Star Trek fans. That happens a lot in Japan if you're white. You basically go in, into a shop and buy something, and they very, very considerately bring out a little knife and fork for you. And you're like, no, I, I'm not even if you're like, not that hard. <laughs> buy, that buy, buy some jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go, All right, thanks. I've got fingers. So I put on jeans with chopsticks. Oh, I'm not can, used to this. That's I'm a challenge. You can buy t-shirts um, f- from like shops with um, I can use chopstick. I can use chopsticks written on them to avoid that happening to you. So you should do that next time you're in Manchester. All right. What in Japanese? What the fuck is that? What is that? Yeah. Could have it written in English. They wouldn't have a fucking clue. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, hey? 
offensive, offensive on so many to levels. Manchester people, yeah. Mancunians. Okay, move on. Were you being offensive to Chinese people or as everyone? Well. Yeah, oh, everyone. 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 Yeah. All right, that's nice. Just one massive Venn diagram of. Offense. Is there any difference between Japanese and Chinese chopsticks? I thought you were just going to say <laughs> <laughs> chopsticks. <laughs> wow. Is, um, Korean chopsticks are um, metal. I know that. That's true. Yeah, Korean right. ones are metal. Can't have well, lots all of them. With them but Japanese ones tend to be novelty. You can buy little Pikachu ones. You can buy ones that are like Shinkansen's. What's like that? Trains. They date back to the 16th century. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they found them underground. Well, little cars. Pikachu ones. Along with a little army full of terracotta warriors. What are we actually talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I do this best podcast we've ever done. Well, um, we were it, talking it about... It is, Kesa. It yeah. is. If you believe it, is it? It is. Wait, it is. So the, that Definitely. was the stuff we'd done last week and well, a bit of this week. I, I went, I went, that was the news. Well, I, I, went, <laughs> I went on the James Bond day. Guess oh. where I went to the James Bond day? Somewhere really exotic like Barbados. Slough. Oh. I went to James Bond day for the launch of the 50th anniversary Blu-ray collection. I went on a James mm. Bond day where I could interview some of the, the Bond stars from Films Gone By. Daniel Craig. New. Piers Morgan. No. So we got there and so it was a lot <laughs> of the old... remember his real name. Here's Morgan. I just realised what you said. <laughs> I was laughing. He was, he was, he's my favourite Bond. Favourite yeah, Bond. He, yeah, he wasn't the best, was he? Piers, the Piers Morgan. Totally blanked his name. What's his name? Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan. Yeah. Piers Morgan. Piers Mosbros. Um, so yeah, I got to interview some of the old Bond girls and they are really old now. Really old now. So my first interview, well, but the first activity of the day was I got to make cocktails with the guy got from to tell your story I about yours I, I got to make cocktails with the guy who makes cocktails at the Savoy it's about 11 o'clock in the morning I already had about two old fashions and I had, I had half a mojito and then the first thing I of like the 11 day, the, but yeah I was Amazing. a bit lightheaded at breakfast and the first thing of the day was interviewing Eunice Gayson who was the first ever Bond girl she was in Doctor No and I went into the room it was on camera and I went in and I was like this is a bit weird because I was interviewing her across from a poker table. So there's lots of chips and cards everywhere. There's on camera. Sat down. Get, um, camera just got started rolling. And the PR came up to me behind and went, just so you know, um, she's quite deaf. I went, she's quite deaf. So basically, I've got a five-minute interview of me just shouting at an old woman slightly pissed. <laughs> Great. And she's like, what? And I said, what's your favourite Bond movie as an as a icebreaker? And she went... I don't know. I've not seen them. What did you say? I've not seen them all, but I can watch them all now on Blu-ray. Oh, no. Nice. And oh, she was really sweet, though. And then the next thing, the next interview I did that day was with Richard Keel. Now, if you've not seen the Bond movies, Richard Keel is Jaws in a couple of the Roger Moore movies. He's like a huge guy. He's like seven foot metal five. Teeth. He has metal teeth. Not in real life. I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, but he's obviously he suffers from a, a hormonal imbalance. So he's, he's, he's a massive guy. And he's in his 70s now. And he has kind of mobility issues. And in the movies, terrifying man. That's <laughs> 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 when he told me this story. Sat down for my interview. Sat down for my interview in this really long, um, sort of ballroom in this fancy hotel. And Rick Jaws terrified me as a child. <laughs> it's awful. Alice Stone. And he came in on a mobility scooter. <laughs> That's not the funny bit, though. Not, it's really not. I'm laughing about what's about to come. So he came in on this mobility scooter, like. Like driving, <laughs> I was stressed for not laughing at that bit. And he he got out of the mobility scooter into the chair, and obviously the mobility scooter was in shot, and it's a camera interview, so we need to get that out of frame. So the head of PR for Fox said, "I'll take care of it." She, she got in the mobility scooter, put it in hard lock right, put her foot down, went straight into the wall, <laughs> and 
and she had her foot down and the engine kept going and he started to suck in the rug into the wheels of the car. <laughs> Richard Keel just goes, uh, <laughs> bit awkward. <laughs> it's not the best way I've ever started an interview. Like she's, she's just messed up your little car. That's my wheels, <laughs> um, man. My um, wheels. Philip Schofield was there all day as well. D- dicking about in a tuxedo. God, you would have been happy. Oh, and similarly, do I like Philip Schofield now? Well, you admitted yeah, that on Fox. the podcast earlier. Did I? Yeah, he did. Oh my god, it's on the podcast. Oh, okay. Grey Fox or Silver but, Fox? Silver, probably. But yeah. middle of the day, we also had a Bond theme menu. They went. They, they made a big fuss of it all day. They went. Oh, the chef's made a. He's a big Bond fan. He's made a. He's made a. He's made a special Bond menu. Pussy galore chicken, just chicken, just regular chicken, garlic really? chicken, no, nothing different. He just basically put a character's name in front of the meal. What else was there? Golden eye pasta. Really? That's a bit lame. It's just mushroom pasta. It could have been at least golden ribeye steak or something but, like that. Yeah. yeah, that's quite clever. You should have you should have done, done the PR yeah. for that. But that was that's probably the strangest day I've ever had since I started working at IGN. But at least you got a lovely Blu-ray box set. Blu- and yeah. generally a lot of these kind of box sets are really naff. But that is a really nice box set. Like the way that they've put it together, it feels like a premium product. It's really cool. How much is it? It's ninety pounds on Amazon. Shit! Or twenty-two Blu-rays. No, I know that, but because you, I think you were asking someone earlier about which is your favorite Bond film. But I just, I'm just not a Bond fan. I think what's quite a nice touch is I hate buying box sets that go out of date. Like if they stop making Bond films, like that's brilliant. Buy that; they'll never make any more. What's quite nice is they've left a space for Skyfall in the box set. So you can put Skyfall in on Blu-ray, and even obviously they will make more Bond movies. That's the first fifty years done. But like that will never date as like a as no, a collection. That's true. And it's quite nice. It's really nicely yeah. made. Until they bring out bring out the four K versions, I suppose. Hologram version. Yeah. So yeah, is that everything we've done? Do anything else? Are you alright? Do you still need a poo? I'm good. I'm okay. good. I'm good. No more details. Borderlands though, eh? Oh yeah, now, yes. Borderlands no. two. That is a game. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a game that exists. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's a good game. It seems to be. And I've been playing it. What? So have I? Because <laughs> we went, we were lucky. We played. Uh, we managed to get an hour or two earlier on this year. Yeah, with the Randy Pitchfork. Randy Pitchfork. <laughs> it could be uncomfortable, couldn't it? And you, re- <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and we we enjoyed it. It's awesome. Yeah, and now we've got it. We've got proper copies in our hot, sweaty little we, hands. You, and you actually didn't, didn't like it. it. No, I didn't like it. You to start were really with excited about playing it last I week. I was really excited because the the level or, or the the kind of bit we played when we played it earlier on is it's it's quite far into the game. I think, isn't it? But and also you, at that point, you were fully tooled up with yeah. loads of skills and yeah. uh, weapons and. It's hard at the beginning. You it's need to not kind of take it easy. With, yeah. If yeah. you haven't got a clue what's going on, you're fucked. So yeah. you played it on Saturday night after a few drinks on your own? Yeah. And yeah. how long did you last before you got a bit bored? Oh, a couple of hours, maybe. But you've played it since? Played it a lot since and really enjoying it now. I'm only up to level eight, I think, something mm. like that. You're, what, 11, 12? Uh, 11, yeah. yeah. But it's a game. You've got to put some time into it. Yeah. But it's nowhere near as punishing as the first game. Mm-hmm. Because I first would one, say you just fall flat on your face after twenty minutes. Yeah, you? The, the, the first ever mission in the, that game is impossible. The first ten hours of Borderlands One are a grind, right? Whereas this, I would say, it's the first couple of hours, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is you know kind of much more palatable. Uh, do you think the? Um, are you happy with the, with the kind of the cell shade and everything like that? In it, do you think it detracts from the game a bit, or, or do you like the, the style? Oh, I like it. Yeah, uh, but also. I'm I'm so used to it from Borderlands One, sure, because it's little things like uh, like the textures pop in yeah. after like the uh, an area is loaded. 
So for the first couple of seconds, it's super low res with not a lot happening, and then it all kind of pops yeah. in. But it mm. did that in Borderlands One. It's so there's it can be so frenetic though. Yeah. It's, sometimes it's hard to get a handle on exactly what's going on. You know, I've I've been in the middle of firefights and mm. not had a clue who's shooting at me, where they are, or anything. Shoot everyone. Yeah, That's, <laughs> yeah that is literally that. it. That, like, unless obviously if you're in a co-op game, but everyone is your enemy. Yeah, that's my general rule. Well, I'm going to report back in a couple of weeks and let you know what level I'm on and how I'm getting on with it. Mm. What are you? What kind of character are you? I am Axton, the commando. Right. But I've got special skin because I've finished Borderlands 1. So you can carry those skills over? Uh, it's, no, it's literally you get an outfit. Oh. Uh, and uh, a funny helmet. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. Good. What are I'm, you I'm wearing the like, outfit but not funny uh-huh. helmet. <laughs> uh-huh. On on the topic of Borderlands, yes, um, one of our listeners to the podcast, Lee from Hatfield, has written in and he pre-ordered the Vault Edition of Borderlands 2 for the PC he instead of getting a code for the PC for the extra skins and grenades, he got two codes for the PS3 version, mm. which he said we can give away on the podcast. Oh, nice. If I was playing the PS3 version, I'd have them. So, uh, <laughs> oh wait, I'm playing the PS3 version. Well, no, no, no. Read, listeners, oh. so I'm just going to read these out quickly. Thankfully, the PS3 um, codes not Xbox, so we'll be done. Shortly. So this is first come, first served. First come, first served. Yep. So go Good for luck. it. So the first one is four E B G six G N three M B P two. Oh. oh, that's my card. I'll leave the lights on. Okay, the next one is 4 waka, e- waka. <laughs> Hey! Next one is 4-E-A-P-H-N-N-T-Q-5-9-P. I wish you'd spoke like that all the time. I do. What, in letters and random numbers? Huh? 4-9-2-P-Q-Y-T-X-9. Quite right. Thanks, guys. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, Lee. That's very generous <laughs> of him. That was that's very generous. generous. Nice. That's 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 very generous yeah. of him. We should is give that, away some shit sometime. That's not we the do. kind of big I know. Uh, loot chest edition, was it? And um, that I think that's a, like a code that you get within the big vault chest. Oh, is that? Yeah. But they sent. Oh. Did you get one of those? No. Oh, neither did I. So, um, yeah, sad times. Sad times. But it's the game itself is well worth playing. What is out this week? What do you want to know? Did it go into number one, Borderlands? Yes, it did. Did it? Did you, did you know it sold better than Mass Effect Three for us week? Better. better. It was in shops. It That's was in shops, that yes. is fair. Yeah. It's really Ooh. hard for something to sell where it's not in shops. Yeah. Well, that was not so much God, I totally difficult. forgot about that. I don't know. Yeah. It did uh, in the US as well, though, sell better. Yeah. Um, guess what came second in the charts last week? Do you know? Pokemon typing. Did anyone know? Pez? F1. F1 did. Well, did it? Number three, Pez. Was that Pez's first entry? Yes. Oh, really? Was that the first week it was out? Yes. Right. And in at number three. Yeah, in at number three. Yeah. So this week, Busy week, we got a game called FIFA 13. I've heard of that. Very good. As it Especially yeah, you guys have mentioned that once or twice. And yeah. World of Warcraft, Mist of Pandaria. Yes. Oh, yes. And Dead or Alive 5, which is also very good if mm. you like the fighting games. No. Yes. It's got boobs in it too, if you like those. If you like the boobs and the fighting, if that's the Venn diagram, that's a game for you. Yes. Do you know about films? The film's coming out. I do know films. Would you like to know all about the films? Some very good films coming out this week. Mm. Very good films. Mm. Looper. Looper looks awesome. Lots of Looper people is saying it's amazing. Fantastic. Is it? I think it's one of the best films I've seen this year. Me, wow. and, Tom, me, me and Tom and Bex went to see it about two, three weeks ago. Yeah. It's great. It's really good. It's really smart. Um, I think it's kind of, it's really hard to predict these things at the time. Is it I think this decade's Matrix? Have you seen that on the poster? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's how you get on the poster. I thought we had an IGN quote on the TV ad, by the way, for Looper. Yeah. Uh, we've had a few. Yeah. Was there, there's a horror that movie was a, that's got That was a movie. Well. That was a movie. That was my quote. Yeah. They used it. It's really good. Really I saw it. it. Joseph Cooper. Gordon loved it. Oh, amazing. 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 Brilliant. On every poster. 
Um, I must admit, because I think uh, the trailer was on before Dark Knight Rises, and I was like, I don't uh, think it made, it's a film that can't it'd be hard to make a really good trailer from because right. it, it's that I think it's all that, that trailer is all about getting that concept, it's quite high concept yeah. in your head, but the film. I, I don't want to spoil it, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. Because I, re- I really want to see that, but I still really want to see Dread, which I think mm. absolutely tanked in the US, didn't it? Has it not done very well? It no. didn't do well at all, no. Oh, no. Not in the States. It, but it's, yeah, I just don't know how big a kind of name or franchise it is over there. It'll do mm. well, though. I bet there'll be a sequel. You reckon? Yeah, because it was cheap to make, 50 million or something, less than that. Mm. It will make that back at the box office globally, and it'll make... Another f- on home ends. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard for a big movie to lose money these days. Yeah. Like Prince of Persia is hugely profitable, even though it, perception is it tanked. It's really hard for mm. a movie to lose money, especially with home ends. Like, yeah. there'll what be about a John film. Carter? How did that do? Oh, that shit though. Right. But that cost a lot of money as yeah. well. Um, Resident Evil Retribution, mm. which is another one in those series, but... I'm probably going to go okay. watch that because I enjoy the previous Resi films for being yeah, hilariously bad. The first one and that's it. The the most recent one where they're on a boat is just hilarious. You should watch it. Is it yeah. still got what's the face in it? Millie yep. yeah. yeah, yeah. She's Alice. Oh my God. Has she probably done nothing else? Her oh, husband directs them as well. Ah. Uh, real go. little kind of family unit. Yeah. They like go right. to Toronto every year and film them and make another one. Oh, it's like the family holiday. They're, they're going like to bring their kids next time. That's the fifth one, I think. All right. I think this is the fifth one. God, uh, the stiff by now. The Campaign, which is a comedy with... Well, I say comedy. Yeah. Comedy with Will Ferrell, Zach Galifianakis. Oh, God, uh, yeah. Lots of pugs. Doesn't look very good. No, no it's it not supposed to be very good. Or what was the last funny. good Will Ferrell film? Ooh, blimey. Dumb and Dumber? Wasn't even in that. Elf. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So that's what's out this week. Brilliant. So Kez is off. You're off. I'm off. I've got to go. All right, see you later. All right. You're, you're going Bye to host boy. the IGN Dishonored live stream. I am tonight going to host the IGN Dishonored live stream. So I'll see you there in the past. Yeah, you, I'll, see you you I'll see you yeah. then. It's like Looper. Yeah. It is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like Looper. Wow. wow. It'll wow, be good. Brilliant. Go and meet your adult self. Yeah, I'll tell you what it will be like. Try and kill them. Try and kill them. I've got my tenses all wrong. How was it? Was it good? Yeah, it was awesome, man. You should definitely watch it again on IGN. That bit where that thing happened with the thing. Oh, man. Those guys. Weren't those guys funny? Well, yeah, I and don't that know. bit. And when he picked up that thing and threw it at the guy. And that bit where we found out dragons were real. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh. Dishonored, everybody. All right. Yeah. Do you know, it's a shame that Kez has left because uh, there's somebody here that disagrees with it and now she hasn't got right of reply. But I'll read it out quickly anyway. This is from <laughs> Ryan Besgrove. Uh, and it's about whether or not he will or be buy- will not be buying the Wii U. He said he normally agrees with Kez's opinions, but she seemed a little one-eyed in her support for the Wii U. Uh, I never bought a Wii, he says. I didn't want a system with standard definition display when HD was available, and I didn't want a system with an inaccurate controller scheme when several very accurate versions existed. Mm. He says, for me, the Wii is exactly like 3D at the cinema. It's a novelty, but one that is ultimately surpassed by an actual advancement in the medium. Mm. What do you mean? What's more advanced than 3D in the cinema? 60 frames a second, something like that, maybe? Don't know. Don't know. IMAX. Uh, He enjoyed his GameCube, he says. Uh, but I think he's also uh, getting a bit fed up that the Nintendo games seem to be more of the same, the same IP, he's yeah. just slightly refreshed. He says, contrast that with the PS2 that gave him such games as Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3, Shadow of the Colossus, Final Fantasy 10 and 12, and much, much more. And he loves his PS3 as well. He says, sorry for the long one. Keep up the good work. You are still my favourite IGN podcast. That's nice to know, oh, isn't it? Yes. Thank you, Ryan. The thing is, are we heading towards a point where... Eventually, all the IPs will be available on one console or one system. 
Because you don't like it would be like seeing like only be able to watch certain films from certain studios on certain DVD players. But it is like that'd I remember weird. when that'd be ludicrous. But it would. But that used can't to that it. kind of almost happened with HD DVD and Blu-ray. I guess isn't it, it did, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. Until one wins out, or yeah. seeing certain films at certain cinema chains. Mm. But yeah. I, yeah, I remember when like Mario and Sonic. There was no way that they would ever appear in the same game. No. And here we no. are. No. Yeah. I just so, I don't know. I suppose that the only thing that would force Nintendo's hand is if the the hardware goes. If the Wii yeah. they've got a fuckload of money. They do have a fuckload of money. Yeah. But I just can't see it. I just could I never see it. Well, I, can't, I think it's almost a certainty that the Wii U can't be the success the Wii was because that's just no. unrepeatable. No. And, and, and I, all those people who kind of ch- like took a chance and bought the Wii yeah. won't repeat that. Because no. they still occasionally use it or don't yeah. use it. They have their fingers burned or whatever. But I, I think a lot of people who... Uh, bought the Wii probably still play it all the bloody time you well, reckon maybe not well, all the no, time. I, was, yeah, I think kids I, and families I, yeah, absolutely I, was, I got a cab the other day in London and I was speaking the guy was asking what I did for a living and I told him and he was asking me about consoles and he obviously didn't know much about it but he was saying I was telling him there was a new version of the Wii coming out and he was saying that he still his kids still played it Yeah, and he occasionally played like bowling with them or tennis mm. but when I told him how much the new one would be, he's like, obviously, no chance yeah. of him buying that because what he has now still serves that. Of course, it does. You know, yeah. need. Uh, well, so, and that's the thing is that you know I've said it many times. I just don't. There's not the kind of killer app for me that is like, right, I've got to go and buy one. I just I don't know what purpose it serves. No, don't know. If there was a Zelda HD Zelda Day One release, no. Still, you would basically you would feel it, guilty it, spending all that money just for one it game. It would pique my interest more, but again, it's the same thing. Is that you know I, just, I, don't, you know, I still haven't finished Skyward Sword. I know, um, and I just feel as though I'm moving more away from that stuff. And it's like, you know, how many times can you play? It's not essentially the same game, but it's the same kind of thing over and over again. And also, I'm a little bit, as, as you know, you and I are both starting to get older, and we've got families and mm. stuff. And it is finding time to play those big games, isn't it? It's, it, it's it, you've yeah. really got to have a really good reason to go back to something that you've done similarly before yeah yeah but yeah you know you could argue the same thing with borderlands but i still had a hunger for borderlands whereas my hunger for zelda is waning. very much kind of yeah waning wow so. that's a headline i know but it depends you know if, when they show the new game well if i think it's doing something kind of amazing i think with the touch screen but, and all I that. Think, that's the, but the problem is is that that to me is I, I don't particularly need a touchscreen to enjoy a Zelda game. I think currently, though, Matt, Matt Galiza, I think I've said that right, from Florida in the States, is another listen to the podcast, says, summarises it best. He says, this is why I won't be buying a Wii U if at, um, at all. Borderlands 2, Dishonored, XCOM, Doom 3, Assassin's Creed 3, Dead Space, Bioshock, Tomb Raider, Gears of War, Crisis 3, Remember Me, PS All-Stars, Last of Us, God of War. Mm, yeah. I think you get my point. Good lineup. And mm. that's, you know, you look at the Wii U launch lineup. I don't know. It's just nothing there that kind of. Sets you mean me you off. don't want to play Batman again? Not a year and a bit after. Do you want to play Mass it, Effect no. again? <laughs> no, but yeah, I Batman's know. not even a day one launch game, is it? I is it not? Think. I don't think so. I might be wrong on that. <laughs> so coming out in a year. This is this is this is going to run and run though, isn't it? Until until the Wii U actually comes out and people have had a bit of time with it. You just won't know, will you? Because yeah. apparently just... pre-orders are really strong. Who knew? Yeah. But are they creating artificial demand? But how? by not making as many of them as they could. Don't know. Time will tell. I time just, will tell. We'll be sat here this time next year and we'll be like, well, was the Wii U a success or was it not a success? I, I, I also think, I do think it's a mistake calling it the Wii U. 
Do you think it should have given it a completely new name? Absolutely. The fact that the console looks very similar to the, the last P-U. one and it's got the same name bar one letter is like and you there's going to be a lot of very the controllers as well. Yeah. Which, which is actually a selling point, I think. You've got I think it's a selling point because you don't have to get rid of all your crap. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just not... It doesn't feel next gen forward. if you're no. using the same... It doesn't, no. Although, you know, PS3 Play, PlayStation pads have looked exactly the bloody The technology same. within them has changed. Yeah. Like it's, it's been a refinement, them, yeah. but it's essentially the same design for God knows how long. Yeah. Mm. Yes. There you go. Well, as always, let's have your views on whether or not you think the Wii U is going to be good or not, because, you know, there's mileage in that. How can they get in touch, Stuart? <laughs> they can email us, and they can Twitter us, and they can Facebook us. What's the email address, Stuart? IGN UK I- feedback. At IGN.com. Yeah, that's correct. That wasn't fair. I was getting there. And what uh, we and they, can, and they can text you on oh uh, seven nine six. No, I'm not going to go there. Or drop <laughs> you know post a post a note through the door. Just slip it under the door like that. Or okay. carry a pigeon. Yeah, well, that'll do anything. Semaphore flags. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you're an evil mastermind, um, get a massive laser and write something on the moon. Yes, that would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, that so. would be good. All right. Uh, that's it. Let's go. That is it for this week's podcast. So shorter, but ultimately sweeter I think than normal. That was packed full of. Goodness. It's more condensed. Absolutely. It's like eating jelly cubes. Yeah. Ultimately, more satisfying than making a jelly and eating it. That's true. Or, or a marathon, little mar- not no, a Snickers bar. Oh marathon. my god. Marathon, come on, Granddad. Sorry. Well, they should have been. <laughs> that was probably about fifteen years ago. That they <laughs> come changed. on, Stuart. Oh, never mind. I'm Get back go. to your opal fruits. I was going to go have some opal fruits now. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. made of these glass or metal or what fuck's sake they're pretty good focus don't hit the mic don't hit the mic down you penis (laughs) put that down your penis (laughs) wow that'd be a party trick especially for (laughs) keze yep stop talking oh i really need a shit (laughs) what's that you should have should have done that before daniel that's not appropriate podcast conversation right come on let's go yeah hello and welcome to the oh you fucking cocknose <laughs> Keep it in. We've Jesus got too Christ. many Easter eggs. If you've for this. Got, we're doing this live. If you've Alex. got any wind, get rid. <laughs> right now. Oh. No, I've don't, got please. We're all in the room. Close the door. The windows don't open in here. No. It's the worst piece of advice you've ever given. Okay. You sure, Stuart? Don't hold the mic. Should I rock it? Well, why are you holding it? That's, uh, that's what a fucking microphone stand go. is for. Okay, let's go. Because you do, you fiddle a lot with the mic. Don't. Because it'll pick up, it'll pick up the sound. I will slap you. I'll slap your hand. Right. Hello and welcome to. Fuck it hell! (laughs) That was not intentional either. It was was genuinely not intentional. (laughs) Everyone, be quiet. Paul is not here, so (laughs) sorry that was not intentional. I just managed to be silent for. (laughs) Brilliant. Uh, Right. Okay. I'm waiting for the police car to get. Stop touching the fucking mic. Seriously, dude. Stop it. Okay. Right. That's too far away from me. Right. Now, do not not touch touch it it. for the next 45 minutes. Okay. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.